Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone, all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 28th of November. And it's our first post-international game week pods, post-international game. I'm sorry, Paddy distracted me. He clicked a pen like a spoiled little child, all because I give out to him for fucking making noise as we were about to start the show. Fucking hell. This is the level of professionalism I'm forced to deal with on a daily basis. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. My podcast partner in crime, Paddy. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. But yeah, we got a pretty decent show lined up. We got post game week 13. Like FPL is still a big pile of misery right now. Hard to stay motivated. But um, I'm assuming, I just feel like that's what everyone, everyone feels like I feel. You know, there's no one. I'm not surrounding myself with winners right now. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> Speaking of not surrounding myself with winners. How are you getting oh on, my, my friend? God. Yeah, I'm getting on. I'm getting on good. Apologies as well to all our listeners and the millions and millions on YouTube for our absence last week. Um, I don't know why we were Would you care absent to last explain, week. Paddy? Would you? I don't know. We just never bothered messages. So I think, I think we were just all deflated. I think just it totally was. I was deflated like, what's with, the fucking with point? FPL life, and we just said fuck yes. Yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, that's I definitely was very unmotivated last week. It's I did just bring been shit. I did you rang me at fucking up. quarter to six on a Thursday evening. We don't fucking pod on a Thursday, you gobshite. What's that you. fucking phone call? You rang me and then didn't even send a message afterwards. So I no. missed the call like most people do in the 21st And you didn't century. even message me or ring me back? No, because I went off and I got lashed. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck you, Will. Yeah, well, I just the audacity of you to think I was going to pick the phone up on a Thursday evening <clears> like that. Just your classic, I'll drive home from work and I need to <laughs> chat to someone. Like I, so I'll ring everyone in the fucking choir. That's fucking five. I'm not one of your two dollar. Yes, you are. No, I'll have not. you. Know, and I was ringing about what are we doing about a pod? Like, yeah, exactly. I know. And as I said, it was fucking quarter six on Thursday. Like, and the fucking game week starting on Saturday. We go way out of it. Oh fuck you then. Anyway, yeah. we're back now. That's the main thing. And what are, will will we go with your score first Jer or do you want to yeah. go with mine yeah, I think what? save yours like that's been a nice kind of aggressive start I think I need to lay off you a little bit and we need to calm things down so we can start with a nice green arrow maybe cheer the mood up right so we're starting with you then yeah, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean look uh, I'm here spouting on about misery and FPL hell and stuff and you know this week it's uh it's not too bad. I meant that more in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, Game Week 13, uh, look, I'll make it simple, uh, Paddy. I had Anthony Gordon and Jamel Lascelles give me 20 points. Uh, I think the average is 46. So, you know, pretty much bang on, uh, like kind of a solid little baby green arrow. Do you know what so I mean? what, did, what did you land on overall points-wise? 54 points. Oh, fuck's uh, sake. That's yeah. magic. It's fine. You know, 54 points. I still have yet to get a fucking clean sheet from Mariola. I don't think I've got it. I, I've, someone mentioned it on a different show, and I can't remember who it was, but someone said something about not having a clean sheet all year. And I, I'm starting to think, and I haven't looked, I might not have had a clean sheet all, from my goalkeeper all year. Between Pickford and Mariola, I might have benched Pickford if he had got a clean sheet at the start of the season. I know Maybe he got one. So I might have of that horrible fucking albatross over my neck now uh, for a while without even realizing it until this week. So thanks to whoever fucking said that. I've had three clean sheets all season. 
from, from your goalkeeper. Yeah, and that first one was in game week one with Onana. Onana, yeah, the poxiest clean sheet considered. I know, the penalty and that was the one. The and then the second one was with Onana in game week six. He didn't keep one up until game week six. Imagine from then, and then I got rid of him and I brought in Turner and I got one in game week eight. And that's been it. That's my last clean sheet game week eight. So they're they're hard to come by for these goalkeepers. Yeah, well, not if you fucking have been bouncing on. Who like some people have had Johnstone? I think he's been pretty decent. Uh, if you'd kind of land on him at the right time, he's had a few clean sheets. Uh, but it's just a position that you don't really look at. But mm. I guess that brings us to our first talking point of the of the episode. Talking points, and that's the the rumor, the heavily touted rumor that Alice, Allison, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've. Uh... Whenever we go into international breaks and come back to them, I kind of find it hard to switch immediately back on to FPL. So even like in game week 12, hmm. I just wasn't really, you know, tuned in. But I have been starting to get back in, and that was one of the first things I've seen, that Allison may have tweaked the hamstring. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what, the word that, in the street. That's the word in the street. I think like something like five to six weeks rumoured again not confirmed not, not on the Tuesday but what Tuesday, does anyway. that affect it means that if you're sitting pretty and you don't have much to do you could like turn Turner you know your second a lot of people have into Keller you know and it's just a transfer I mean like also you could come off Ariola, but I think it's important to have someone who's yeah playing playing but Kelleher offers a nice really nice kind of budget option it's just a transfer and a goalkeeper uh, yeah. you mightn't feel it's worth it I think you look at Liverpool's next three fixtures and we got the fixtures uh, list up on the screen here courtesy of Premier Fantasy Tools uh, link in the description but if you're on YouTube you can check uh, check it out and um, subscribe if you like what you're seeing but you well, look at Liverpool's next three Paddy uh, yeah. it's Fulham at home Sheffield United away and Crystal Palace away I mean they're I think tasty. They're, they're, that's two out of three clean sheets yeah. for me but here's my question to you is what? there somebody out there that doesn't have that doesn't have a life that is able to make that transfer like that some that boring transfer like i mean because i've got fires all over my team yeah i mean is there, is there somebody out there that can that can go is stable enough to go oh do you know what fuck all transfers yeah. to do i'll just do this um allison to kill her because i would love is. to be able to be in that position but i mean there's there couldn't be you you just talked about like you know, you'd love to be in that position. Do you want to run down your team for the benefit of the audio listeners? Yeah, well, I got 44 points this week. My goalkeeper, Ariola, three, Trippier, doing fuck all. Gabriel, clean sheet. Adogi, one, cash, zero. My transfer this week was Matoma to Palmer. Palmer, two. Martinelli, two. My only shining light, a captain, Saka, 16 points. Luis Diaz, one pointer. Haaland, seven. And Watkins, five. So, and... My bench is just abysmal. Turner, who's done now, Hoyant didn't start. I wouldn't mind. I was kind of hanging on to Hoyant, hoping like, you know, the Everton was a nice fixture. But there was so there was so many other fires. Like I had to get rid of Matoma and stuff. I was going to even bank a transfer. Um, I have Polistri in there. I've seen Ten Hag interesting comments today saying that Polistri has to become a starter in the team. He has to show. He has to push on. So, you know, he's a really cheap like fodder so if he starts mm. getting games that would be interesting Lamptey one point as well on my bench so you know there's 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 surgery to be had there and we were talking off 
uh, camera and there could be some major surgery happening after these Champions League games and Europa League. Yeah, but like, let's not forget what we said off camera or what I also said off camera in the sense that like, for the next couple of weeks, when you consider, uh, maybe I didn't kind of get to this point, but I was thinking about it after we finished speaking and about it and like, so game week ter- 14, right? Right around the corner, Saturday yes. kickoff. Game mm-hmm. week fucking 15, like when's that? Isn't that just right after that? So game yeah. week 15 is the Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? So so game week, game week, look, to put it this way, game week 14 ends on Sunday. Yeah. And game week 15 starts on Tuesday. Game yeah. week 15 ends on Thursday. Game week 16 starts on Saturday. So massive, See the pattern here. yeah, midweek fixtures, massive and, uh, fucking rotation. Huge. And not only that, game week 16 finishes on Sunday. And game week 17, then that's the next one where you get a bit of a break. Yeah, it's just like, it's basically one round of midweek fixtures. But when you yeah. take into consideration, like, you know, Champions League, and it's not like these fucking lads have been, you know, standing around wiping their arse for the last couple of weeks. So they've been all doing international fixtures and stuff. You're yeah. going to have rotation, and I'm looking at your team and I'm going, like, do you really want to. Because surgery is going to cost a bit for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like you got a wildcard lying there. Do you really want to spend money going into this kind of relatively unsafe period rotation wise do you mean like do i want to spend, spend hits points. yeah hits sorry yeah yeah um well i was going to like before we we spoke off camera and you were telling me all sorts of things about your yeah. pokey bum wanks and all i was thinking about just doing minor surgery this week yeah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about a minus four, but once you got me all excited and my tail wagging about, you know, yeah. salads and fucking whatnot, well, like and I thought, let's yeah. kind of just again for those who didn't hear us chatting, obviously cause we did had way too long of an FPL conversation like off, off. We had air. a podcast off air, yeah. <laughs> As I said, we haven't spoken in two weeks, so when we were talking, it just kind of naturally started flowing, but um, we were. Spe- I was saying, looking at your team and again for the, for the audio listeners. Back four, Trippier, Gabriel, Odogi, Cash. So, you know, pretty, like a really solid back four. A lot of money in there. Um, midfield, Palmer, Martinelli, Saka, Luis Diaz. And then Fodder is Palestri. And then up front, Holland Watkins. Uh, with Hoyland on the bench as well. So, I mean, Martinelli, Luis Diaz, Palmer. That's a, that's a strange midfield to me. Do you know yeah. that kind of way? And especially considering Palestri's on the bench. And I just basically said, like, of the three... Big hitters at the moment, the likes of your son, Salah and Haaland, you've got just Haaland. So mm. would you not be inclined to maybe start putting a bit of kind of shape, like heavy hitters in your team and just build around them and then start taking swings around them? And you, yeah. you know, that's where we got the minus four out of. Yeah, that's where we got the minus four out of. But then before we went into the minus four, I was just kind of thinking about like going into this game week um, with Diaz depending on... like. My time, they get the fires. Not like, well, they're fi- they're players that I'm definitely looking to move on. Are Martinelli, Diaz, and Hoyland. Okay, yeah. Man United's fixtures are scrap coming up. United aren't even that great, and Hoyland isn't performing in the Premier League. Not no fault of his own. But what I was thinking about, like Luis Diaz didn't really start the last game. He came on. He's been coming on. Um, depending on the Europa League fixture, how many minutes he gets, I think this would be a great game for Luis Diaz to to shine in against Fulham. Mm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be mind keeping him for that game. Yeah. Um I I also like I'm liking the look of um 
of Isak with Wilson out but after United. It's going to stick on the one player and we can jump on to Isak just because it's a good point yeah, like yeah, Luis Diaz. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at Diaz and I, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think based on what we just said about rotation and the fact that he hasn't started a few, I would say out of Fulham, Sheffield United and Crystal Palace, he's guaranteed to start one. And you'd hope that yeah. that start comes between 14 and 15. So yeah. considering that tight, that tight turnaround, like... I'm with you. I hold him right now, and I yeah. see what the fuck he does in the next two, like the next two matches. Do you know that kind of way, and then think about maybe game week sixteen. Yeah. Looking at what you can do with him, so I'm I'm with you. And then yeah. you were saying you're looking at the likes of Isaac. So I guess you're looking then to go from Hoyland. Yeah, to Hoyland to Isaac, but it's pointless to do that this week when they're playing each other. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's it's, it's yeah. just a sideways move. And then skipping on over quickly to Martinelli, that's another one, but. With Arsenal's fixtures now, um, Wolves, which will be maybe tricky enough, but still would expect them to score. My dogs go mad there, by the way. Then yeah. they have then they have Luton next after that. So it's hard you know, to move him on too. Yeah, it's just not an immediate. You know, that's why I'm kind of maybe gone off the idea of the minus four to bring in the big hitter Salah or Son for these lads. But if I rule the transfer this week. I think um, I would feel better about maybe making think... one transfer and keeping like having that safety net transfer for until I, you know, because this is going into the heavy period. And I think, like you just said, yeah, uh, these players, fringish players, are this is where they are going to get their chance. I'm with you. I'm looking at your team now, and I'm going like, oh, it's easy for me to sit here and say you should have two of Salasson and and Haaland. But I think considering that rotation period, this actually could bear some. You know, fruit. You could reap the 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 benefits from having this kind of mildly risky team in the sense of Luis Diaz. Like he's, I suppose he's the only one real rotation when Hoyland's got that injury at the moment. So in terms of your starters, but you Hoyland's know, Mar- back though. He is back. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Martinelli, I don't, I don't know if you'd say he's he's a bit of a rotation risk yeah. um, around this time, just because what Trossard offers and the fact mm-hmm. that they do have like a, a big rake of attacking options so I do think Martinelli will get arrested at some stage but again you can't really cater for that kind of stuff um, so I mean I'm, I've am i gone from saying you need fucking Salah in minus four Diaz Martinelli out and bring in Gordon and Salah uh, to yeah maybe just fucking stick with this yeah. for a while I mean I'm, I'm kind of in the shit as it is uh, I think that I'm just you know knowing my luck I would go and make Make this minus four, and then the two lads would go off. Like, yeah. um, Martinelli hasn't been by no means doing the same same things as he was last year. Like, he hasn't had a return since game week eight. Um, Are you captain Saka was, this week? Huh? You captain Saka this week? Yeah, I got me sixteen points. That's a I good got chose. me assist off. Boom. Yeah, um, that was the thing as well. I was trying to, you know, because I'm kind of. I'm, I'm, I am in the corner. Yeah, a little bit. So I'm going to go out swinging. Mm. You know that kind of way. I mean, you know, when you're backed in, like Captain Hallen wasn't going to do me many favors if it didn't, you know, come off. And I'm that far back. I thought, fuck it, I might as well start trying yeah. a couple a little bits of things. I think so. When when the, when when the opportunity presents itself, like in in moments where a Saka captain wasn't a bad shout or a son like yourself captain wasn't a bad shout, because uh, I think more and more people aren't really going just like Hallen doesn't seem to be the perma captain every week this last I think there's lots of teams doing really well I think that's honestly what we got like you just got to look at the league table 
to see how close it is in the top, you know, six, seven teams. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so that means there's lots of FPL options, and that means captaincy options. I mean, Salah has, has put it up to Haaland. I'd say probably is is. Uh, I think he's a point ahead of him in the overall score. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so captaincy wise, like I think Salah's basically matched him, and the two of them matched each other. You had like a couple of good sun weeks. Um, no, I think it's about like you. You do want to keep swinging, as you say, but I think it's more like you know. There's still twenty fucking five game weeks left or something, do you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of swinging to go. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. you know, as I said to you as well off air, I was like, in terms of overall ranks and stuff and stuff, just by playing this fucking game to the bitter end uh, with a level head, you know, and have a bit of fun, of course, but like just by playing it with a level head, head all the way to the bitter end, you know, you're gonna just naturally move up the ranks because people just stop playing. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah, that's true. People get fucked off with this People game usually, and, teams, and they just they quite early. Yeah. And another thing, just looking at my team, if I was like going to my head and I had to make one transfer this week, who would it be? I would probably remove Hoyland for um for Nunes. Uh, so you're back to Nunes. That was a, that's probably that's gonna I wish haunt I'd never you. Got rid that's of, gonna I wish haunt I'd you. Never got rid of him. Yeah. That it's that one move has fucked you for the last couple of weeks. Not that like Nunes has been tr- like fucking. Yeah, it was still it was points. It was it was a few points, and there was a transfer as well that you could have you know used. I think it was also like a fucking a, a budget issue, but I can't remember. But you would go Hoyland to Nunes. Have you you do have to cash you that because you have three points, fucking yeah. eight thousand million in your bank. Um, United fixtures. Yeah, Newcastle away, Chelsea at home, Bournemouth at home, Liverpool away. Kind of rough next four. Yeah, um, I don't fancy. I it. don't fancy any of them. I'd be lucky to be lucky to get fucking points at Bournemouth um, at this stage. But yeah, and I would feel that having Nunes, I am I'm nicely set with the Liverpool coverage for the next three: Fulham, Sheffield, and Palace. Do you know what I mean? Like as well. And then I but could then, go on. I think he's also getting rotated. You know he is. You know he's not playing all those games. But he doesn't seem to need the full 90. What about Hoyland to uh, fucking 4.5? And can you... Uh, or, or No, just can you not just turn Palestri into Imbumo this week? And then who do I bench? Who do you bench? Uh, fucking Udogi or Cash. Udogi's against City, isn't he? Udogi's it? already benched. Who's on your bench? Uh, um... Odogi, Palistri, Lamptey. We'll take Hoyland off. Ah, fuck, I like starting a striker. Away to Newcastle. A guy who could play. Well, okay. But answer the question. Could you just go like Palestri to Mbuma? I probably could, yeah. Sure, there's fucking. You know, that's your team already looking more solid. And you keep your Luis Diaz and Martinelli kind of differentials. I'm just saying that's an option too. Do you know? I mean, I've made my transfer this week. Spoiler alert. Uh, I did just go, so I didn't really finish talking about my own team, but essentially did Matoma to fucking Eze last week, and that's obviously blown up in my face. As is, I could read you off a list of players. I sat down, Paddy, and I counted out the amount of players I've had this season that have got injured, transfer mm-hmm. out injury, like, and I decided it was too long to read on air because I'd have to introduce it and then speak through it. Jesus And Christ. I was like, no, I'm just listening. It's honestly like 15 players or something like that. Uh, and I mean, some it's just a crazy fucking run of injuries. And it's the same with Eze. 
But got him yes. in home or fucking fixture against Luton. I think a decent enough one this week. I was just kind of just maybe go a little bit differential and get try get ahead of the curve instantly. Fucking out, you know, injured. So I made a decision then on Monday morning when the dust had settled. I just went straight from Eze to Mbumo. I had the cash on the dot yeah i was like boom strange move now i thought like i mean it's not a very jer move like i mean to Eze, what attracted you there was as he well i mean like he no, just it was, it was a fucking way to luton oh yeah luton. you know i was yeah. like take a chance maybe fucking crystal palace hammer him do you know that kind of way or maybe there's just goals in the game you know yeah yeah uh, no that yeah but either way that's my transfer made this week, and uh, I'm obviously going to be pro boot in Bumo. So you do have the option to just. So that that's who you brought in. You brought in who? Az. Got him out or already. Sorry. Brought him in last week because we didn't do. Brought him out, and you brought in a Bumo. Yeah. Got to spoiler alert! I've just brought in a Bumo on pod. You just did Palestra right. to Bumo. I just I just did it. Boom! How's your team look? You looking at it? Fucking, it's cracking team now. There you go. Fixed. Easy. Okay. Well. <laughs> Palmer, Martinelli, Saka, Diaz, and Buemo, Watkins, Holland. Boom. There you go. Wow. Uh, Money in the bank, and all. Yeah. Um, I guess that brings us on to like you know the bigger picture stuff and game week eighteen, the blank uh, fixture for City and Brentford. How are you set for that? Now that you just yeah, brought well, an extra Brentford, just brought player. in an extra blank player. Yeah. Uh, now it's a bit of a way. Um, I I'm okay. I've only got Holland and I've got Buemo. I mean, like, also we were speaking off air and we were like, you know, Holland's enough. Yeah. From City? Yeah. I think so, from City at the moment. I mean, like, the likes of Alvarez and Foden, I think they're they're luxury buys. Doku mm. can be included in there as well. I'm like, yeah, if you have the fucking funds and you, maybe you're just looking to play the game a bit different or kind of a differential, I think they're definitely... They're still there. I mean, I don't know the ownership of Alvarez, but it can't, like Alvarez and Haaland can't be that fucking high together. Um, So even just owning the two of them. But yeah. I think, considering the blank... I'm. I'd be happy to just be shipping off, you know. For me. Mm, no, totally. Yeah, no, that makes sense. How are you fixed for? Same as you brought in a blanker this week, and uh, and but I'm like fine. The only thing I would but say we've but only you... got two. We've only got two blankers. Yeah, but I'm looking at your was it Lamptey and Hoyland. I'd be worried. Obviously, Lamptey needs with that blank coming in. Now that you've brought in the likes of Embuemo, that's someone I'd be targeting to fix in the next couple of weeks. Turn that for even if it's just like a ball dock, or like if we look at game week six, game week uh, sixteen, that like isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not. It's eighteen. Yeah. So, game week eighteen, Sheffield United Villa. So like ball dock, I'd be ruling him out. Lascelles. I wonder is he still going to be have his place by then? Uh, I wonder if this like this whole b- fucking uh, Batman injury is a bit of a mystery at the moment yeah. but fucking hell like seven points scored last week uh and then in game week 18 has Luton away so really good fixture for him um so there you go that's a four million player just playing that week so yeah. i mean i'd be looking at that's the next spot is gonna if you have the likes of uh and and Bumo, just make sure your fucking cheap players are, are playing because there's so many options at the moment like cheap wise you know we just talked about Keller we're talking about Baldock I'm running through them in my head I'm going like oh LaSalle's I know there's at least another one or two cut price options here and then we've got Chelsea's fixture turning game week 16 mm, uh, there's plenty of budget options there yeah Yeah. Uh, I mean come game week 16 you're going to unlock the likes of because we were, were was it before the air we had such a conversation off air that I can't remember 
which is which. But when did we speak about? Uh, yeah, it was when we were talking about Keller. So essentially, like we we're talking about, you know, oh, it's a short-term fix. Uh, you keep Ariola there, but I mean, if you didn't want to do the Kelleher thing, you or you didn't have the space now. In a couple of weeks, you could be looking at the likes of Robert Sanchez, who's like a four point five, four point six. That's an older one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So- Just a straight up starter, starting every fucking week, um, and. It's a it's a patent to Chelsea's defense because come game week sixteen, Paddy, they go, they go hard as the youth say today. Yeah. Um, Chelsea have Everton, Sheffield United, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Luton, Fulham, between sixteen and twenty-one. I mean, all bottom. Well, I'm quite happy to have my little Palmer in there now. Yeah. Again, there's budget options all over the place yeah. this season. Um, and between that and fucking, so many teams, you know, doing well. <laughs> it's just there's so many options. I think it's why it's kind of crazy. So you know, big picture, Patty. I think it's hap- It's good to be. It's good to be fucking. Uh, you know, having to crack with it all the same. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like yeah, a bit of fun too. Yeah. I mean, like you can, as shit as this team is. I mean, I I'm still enjoying the battle now, the fight back. Do you know what I mean? Because like I've told you, I'm gonna be one of them guys to go post up an X later on. This could be you. Don't worry. Know all the red arrows. No. Wait, and then I'm way up and I end up winning. FPL. It's a from a true underdog story. Yeah, this is this is the beginning. This is this Embuemo transfer is the turnaround. All right. Um, before we head on out of here, Paddy, I think we should address the small matter of the FPL hangover mini league. This league, ladies and gentlemen, is brought to you courtesy of Kinnerger Brewing in County Gal- Gal- Galway, I was going to say, County Donegal. Um, so, local craft beer brewers, um, check them out. You can order pretty much all over the place. They're in Tesco's. Uh, you know, I, I'm i an advocate of beer, and uh, I'm definitely happy this. They are sponsoring the prizes. I was wondering where I was going yes. with that. I was like, what are, what, what's the, that? The Winterland beer is out now as well. Did... It's a beautiful coffee vanilla stout. See, you're just around the fucking um, corner. So you can just like drive up to the fucking... Yeah, I know, up to the brewery and just put my mouth under the barrel. Oh. Um, so, yeah, like you said, Jerry, fantastic place and fantastic prizes. We had our last manager of the month, Donal, a Limerick man. Um, he won the, the swag. So, uh, well done to Donal on our last manager of the month. So... I'll just get into it here, will I, Jer? Do, Petty. And I am going to shock I'm... you here and tell you that we have another Manager of the Month today. What? Really? Already? Already ready. November's over, what? man. Holy shit. Who's the Manager of the Month? Well, I'll let you read out the league as it stands. And, uh, or do you want me to read out the league? You read out the league and I'll talk about the Manager of the Month because I have that prep. Right, okay. So, the top ten... Uh, no change at the top two. Donald O'Regan stays at number one and Clator at number two. Then we have Glenn Judkins moving into third place. Antoinette Buckley moving into fourth. Um, we have Gavin O'Donnell dropping two places down to fifth. Uh, Belgian Brudda dropping down to sixth. <laughs> Dan McManus is up four places and into seventh. And Timmy O'Connor is up ten places and finds himself inside the top ten in 8th place, Aaron Beatty, no change at 9, and Peter Dobson drops from 7th down to 10th. That is our top 10, and would you believe uh, Peter Dobson, uh, Gavin O'Donnell, 
just those two. I know those two people. Finally, we're getting in, some in of these fucking these paddy plants out of the top ten in the league. Yeah. Um, do you want to announce? Do you want to do that? The manager of the month at the end of this this segment, then. Yeah, I will. Okay, so because I'm so excited to see the manager of the week. Um, I coach um, an under under nines team, and the manager what is. Coach is them in? I'm 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 a club, uh, or the coach, and the manager is Erin Caldwell, and she is our manager of the week, seventy five points. And I just got her into this game on the bus on the way to a football match before the season started, telling her, oh, it's a great game. You should try it. And she is the man. She's actually beaten me. And she's now 75 points manager of the week in Ooh. the FPL Hangover Mini League. 295 managers, I think we have in this. I'm sorry, Aaron. You've peaked. You've peaked too soon. Yeah. Manager of the week. So she's also <laughs> had the biggest rise going up 70 places as well. Um, so well done, Aaron. That is phenomenal. Um, let me see as well. I just want to check to see who else, who our walk of shame is. Nice. One of my favorites. Um, the walk of shame this week goes to Danny Abbott. Who, Jesus, we would have spoke about Danny Abbott quite a bit. Twenty four points this week uh, to Danny. That's a, a nightmare. He dropped twenty places, but not as many as adam o'toole who dropped 71 places with only 26 points so unlucky there guys unlucky um i want to go over here now and have we look at the uh at the bench wanker and the bench wanker this week goes to Stephen de and james trolley and connor kelly oh my god there's too many to name nine points nine points is the bench wanker yeah, that's that's surprising. I thought it would be more. It's just a low so, week, yeah. yeah, that's just the funny the cut of the week. Um, we'll move into our transfer geniuses and our transfer genius. This week goes to another fellow I know, Corey Callan. I was in holidays with them there a couple of months ago. He Corey banked himself sixteen points. He made two transfers: Trippier to Zinchenko. And Madison to Saka. So, well done, Corey. Yep. Nice transfers. And the Sack the Scout goes to Fran, Fran Dever. Dever, who lost 11 points with one transfer. Done Hal Pedro to Archer. And the same for Farron Collins, who done the same transfer. Hal Pedro to Edward, uh, minus 11. So, that is our statistics for the FPL Hangover Mini League. Who is the manager of the month, Jer? All right, before we get into the manager of the month, I do want to give a shout out to a longtime listener and a big friend of the show, uh, Mr. Glenn Scully, who he played his wildcard this week. Wow. And yeah, he plays wildcard game week 13. Unlucky for some, not for Glenn. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a, sh- a shout out because essentially he paid me. He sent oh, me. Oh, so we're doing that yeah. now. We're doing that now. Okay. We did. We don't call it super chats. Yeah. We call it super envelopes, super and envelopes. people just post us money. Love that. Because yeah, it's it's, you know, it's 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 under the table. Taxman can't get it. Yeah. Taxman can't get it. No, no paper trail. Fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to Glenn. And now, let's bring it over to. The FBL Hangover Podcast Mini League Manager of the Month. Congratulations. To David Ryan, manager of the Loafers, you finished 
as the top manager in the month of November. How does that make you feel, Petty? What's his name? David Loafer. David Loafer. Wow. He manages the Rhines. And no, uh, I'm kidding. His name is his name is David Ryan. He manages the Loafers. Where is he from? I think he's I think he's a dub. He's Eastern anyway. He's an Irish man, uh, anyway, so we don't, he's an Irish we man, don't have yeah, to yeah, we have to pay the postage, that's all right. We don't have to pay the postage. <laughs> we're, we got we're lucky, we're lucky this one. <laughs> Oh yeah, just another pint in the back pocket there. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, but you know, big shout out, David. Uh, well done, manager of the month prize. Get in touch with us. You can send me a DM on Twitter at FBL Hangover. You can reach out to Paddy at FBL Viking underscore if you want to let us know how to send you your manager of the month package. But there is a Kinniger set on its way to you. Isn't that how they do it, Paddy? Yeah, on its well, way to you. he'll need like I don't. I'm not familiar with I'm this, just this man, <laughs> so he will need to get in touch with us, and uh, we will get it sorted. Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, that brings the hangover update, mini league update, to an end, um, and thus nearly the show, Paddy. Have you got any final thoughts for game week fourteen? Um. I want to just before we finish up, I want to go through our little uh, just you know. You know that little refresher, what we're doing with the team, who's the captain and stuff. So we'll start with you, Jer. Um, who is your captain going to be this week? Um, and who do you think would be a good captaincy shout? If, my captain, you know, so I have my team on the screen uh, for the YouTubers. Okay. The ones that have already subscribed. Thank you very much. Um, I'm actually pretty happy with how my team looks this week. So as I said, I already did my transfer and injured as a... Uh, out to Imbuemo. So back tree, like I never t- we haven't talked about Maddie Cash. Um but he's in mm. my back tree for next week alongside Taylor from Burnley who is at home to Sheffield United and Zimikas uh-huh. at home to Fulham. She's that's a real makeshift back three, isn't it? Like, it is. I mean- and I have like Anderson on my bench away to West Ham, which I have no issue playing, and LaSalle's at home to Man United, which is arguably Probably should be in my starting eleven. You know, I, I can I'm see getting you the big points and everything. Last week you've just yeah, fucking I... dropped them like a hot cross ball. Hey man, you're coming up like against. I don't want to be rooting for a Newcastle clean sheet. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, nah. I can yeah, I can see true. United scoring and I hope they score. So therefore, it shall manifest. Oh, it's not high, high long, though. Um, I hope it is because the lad could do it a Premier League goal. Well, he's on my fucking bench now because I brought in Embuemo, haven't I? Yeah, but sure. You wouldn't you rather have it on the bench there? Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd love it. But I mean. You know. Yeah, but either way, back to what we were talking about, like bit of a makeshift defense, but I still have Maddie Cash in there, away to Borman. You're also. So like he's coming for him this week. So that's the thing, like I really like what it is. He's probably been the most disappointing player I've held this season, if I'm being honest, in the sense of just the yeah. timing of when I brought him in and his output. I think I've had him since I wildcarded in eight, and it's literally just been nothing since. Well, you would have got a return off him in game week um, 10. Oh, brilliant. He got me fucking five points, is it? Yeah. So what you're saying is he got a clean sheet and still didn't get the five points. Or the six points. Well, you've yeah. had him for five game weeks, so you've got you got five points out of him in game week I think it's, eight. I think it's, or I think it's been six. I think I wildcarded into game week eight. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's been six blanks now. And... Yeah, uh, I, I think he did come off at halftime this week himself and Diaby. So, you know, I'd be I'd be a little worried if I owned both of them. He's especially. going into a horrific run of fixtures. That's the thing, he's also going to... But 
this week isn't really one of them. <laughs> you know, a way yeah. to Bournemouth. This is his last uh, hurrah, basically. I think so. I think so. And it, maybe I, I buck, buckle it and put Lascelles in there at the end. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see how the week plays out. But then in midfield, I've got Gordon Salah cap. That's the big one. I've got Salah cap. Saka at home in Buemo, and then Son away to City. So. I think I'm happy enough with the midfield. I hope, again, Gordon isn't going to fucking tear strips of us, but his home form is electric this season. Yes. Electric, uh, Anthony Gordon. So just to call out like his last home matches, so 13 points at home to Chelsea, 7 points at home to Arsenal, 8 points at home to Crystal Palace, 5 points to Burnley, 5 points to Brentford, 10 points at Liverpool, and 4 points at Villa. He hasn't blanked at home this season, attack and returns-wise. Wow, that was some transfer. Uh, yeah, again, he almost the opposite of cash. He's over delivered in what I expected out of him, and you know, yeah. yeah, delighted. So I'm happy to keep him in there at home to Man United. Uh, he's guaranteed to start, I'd imagine, depending on what happens. But plenty of backups on the bench, and then up front, Haaland and Watkins. I guess the big thing out of my team there, Petty, you might have guessed, you might have seen it or heard me, but Salah cap. Yeah, that's a big one. You're going against the Haaland again. I am. I am. Uh, Salah at home picked. like we're talking about Gordon Salah at, at fucking Anfield is uh, has an insane record as well do you know so mm-hmm. I don't get it I mean to me I do expect Haaland to do the biz I think City will probably beat Spurs quite quite easily compared to maybe how it would have gone if this match was held last month just considering Spurs injuries and recent form uh, so I think I think City will put him to the sword fairly uh, fairly quickly and there could be a few goals in it but yeah. it is fucking you know a team pushing for uh, pushing for a Champions League spot this year and they could we've seen what they've done to City in the past do you know what I mean so I've no issue I just I think Salah is a much safer bet and yes I'm sure effective ownership will will tell me different at the end of the game week you know, you just go where your gut. That's what I do, Jerry. And look where I am. I'm five million. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of captaincies, I have the captaincy um, as well sorted for this week. Okay, who have we got? And with? it's I've gone with Embuemo. Um, home to Luton. Yeah, home to Luton. I was just looking at uh, Embuemo's stats as well. His last two games were Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. And he blanked. His three games before that were West Ham, Chelsea, and Burnley. And he scored 14 points, 13 points, and 5 points, respectively. Yeah, sure don't I know. I got him out and gave him a case. <laughs> Imagine. So, uh, fucking... That's a good captaincy shout, I think. Uh, I didn't get the great shout, yeah. I think, like, home, Brentford, I think, if memory serves me correctly, they lost to Arsenal at the weekend. They lost quite heavily to Liverpool. Um, in the last two, so they'll be looking for a result. Do you know, uh, and at yeah. home to Luton, like Luton don't travel well. Uh, you know, I know they're not, you know, a laughing stock by any stretch of the imagination, but it seems to be pretty much home versus away for them. Something that we didn't mm-hmm. really see for a couple of years because of the whole COVID situation. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's settled in now the last season or so, and I think Luton are very much a home team. So Brentford could absolutely smash him. I think Mbwem was a great shout, especially because so you don't have Salah. So you're yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, and like we were saying as well, that it doesn't feel like it has to be perma captain Holland every. You know, he's still go, he's still doing his thing. But I mean, like when these opportunities arise where the captaincy is going to be split anyway, yeah. 
between Hounds, um, Salas, maybe. I'd be more uh, worried about Salah this week. Just because yeah, me too. Don't I don't have Salah, all. so yeah. I'm like, fuck it. And Boymo it is. And he's 50% owned, I think, Salah at the moment. In and around that, I don't know what the effective ownership is. But, like, you know, there's a chunk of players have come on to him. And, of course, like, the fucking... We, we've already been praising him all evening. Like, why wouldn't you be looking at him? Uh, but their yeah. next three... Um, Liverpool do look tasty. Do you have Zimikas? No, I don't. That could be my um my cash move cash next week. Out, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he keeps his place. Uh, I wonder when. Rouse yeah, but is I, you see, it's the fixtures that are horrible for cash, but it's just not an exciting transfer. Like, because I can probably just start play benching cash and playing a doogie. Um, yeah, not this week. I, I don't think against City. Yeah, no, not this week. No, but I'll, I'll be looking. At, not this week. No, but going forward. Yeah. But I will be looking at. Um, a few other things in mind, like I have that Isak itch. I kind of feel like I want a piece of that. Yeah. I think you're gonna you're gonna need like just looking at your team logistically, regardless of player picks. I think you're gonna need to take money out of some players because you have yeah. a very expensive defense right now. Trippier, Gabriel, Odogi, Cash, they're all high high four. Yeah, I wouldn't odds. mind even. I wouldn't even mind like taking some money out of Trippier. I thought about that a while ago when I was looking at your team, but then. I don't know. I'm looking at the. He is a wee bit. Say this, sorry. He is fifty percent owned too, so he's like my, you know, a lot of people that have those other big guys like the Salas, the Hallands, and the Sons don't actually have Trippier, you know. So he's like my wee kind of. Yeah. Shining knight, if you could say. And I think like we talked about rotation and stuff, and while I don't doubt that he'll, you know, every every player is going to miss one match. That's kind of the way it is. But I think he's mm-hmm. in ter- in terms of. 90 minute players like he's at the top of the list isn't he yeah he is. uh, in terms of 90 like starters I should say as opposed to 90 minute yeah. players because he does have a habit of taking him off with 10 minutes left but there are issues at defence at the moment are well documented so uh, I think his position is pretty safe and if you look at Newcastle's fixtures like rough one well potentially an okay one this week at home to Man United but then like away to Everton, Everton solid away to Spurs home to Fulham away to Luton home to Forest that's their fixtures turn yeah, no, they're good. They're good. So you know, so maybe I mean, I won't, I'd maybe be I'll looking at the likes of turning cash into cash or Udoki into someone that you can, you know, just chunk away a, another half a million and a million into your bank now because you did just yeah. spend all most of that three point five. I still have a, a one point two million in the bank now at the moment. So yeah, so I mean, if you lob another point yeah. five onto the top of that, you got yourself a fucking a game changing, a potentially yeah. game changing transfer. You know, somewhere down the line. But yeah. that's all the fucking future. Let's try and just get through game week 14 first, Paddy. Yeah, you're right. Let's get through it. Um, before we head on, I just want to go the ins and outs with you. Okay. Um, let's see how you do. Um, top transfers out this week. You know what happens when you feel you're gone. Yeah. Um, transfers out. So, players... Matty Cash. He has to be up there. No, you're gone. What? Um, Madison's fifth most transferred out. This week? Albert. Yeah. Who Imagine. fucking said that's Madison? I know. Um, Alvarez, fourth most transferred out. Son, the third most transferred out player. Mm. And Bowen, second. And Matoma. Interesting there that Son is one of the most transferred out players whenever he's not injured. Like the other three players, Matoma, Bowen, and Madison are injured. And of course, Alvarez, who we were talking earlier about kind of being a luxury pick, he's people are already starting to move him out. So, Interesting. what's your thoughts on that? Uh, Son one surprises me. Um, mm. I think. F- Again, fickle, fickle FPL managers. Maybe 
it's the last bastion uh, of those holding out against you know or getting Salah in maybe they're turning Son into a Salah because there will be a lot of people looking at that I mean I didn't look at the captaincy options in game week 18 but Spurs at home to Everton that's a good fucking game for Son and then Salah's at home to Liverpool so Son's uh, yeah okay I, I guess it's it, for me Son's going nowhere uh, yeah, you were saying that you're happy with them. Yeah, I mean, like, look at the chances. Like, I could have talked. We could have talked about how much fucking offside Son had this week, and oh, I captain Son, and I got unlucky. I mean, on another week, you know, that's a yeah, massive you're, haul you're... for him, and no yeah, one's talking no. about this, and no one's transferring transferring them out. So I don't know, crazy. No, everyone's transferring them out. No, I mean but... on a different week, but yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. oh yeah, yeah, I get you. Right, so top transfers, and this week they are kind of tricky, but I mean, you should start off well. Um, top transfers in in Bumo. Yes, right, second. Boom. He's second. Yeah, second most transferred in player. And I'm going to give you a hint. There's three players transferred in from the one team. Jesus. Um, is Saka? Yes. So then I'm going to guess that one team is Arsenal, and then I'm going to go Gabriel. Nah, Saliba at fifth, Saka in fourth, Zinchenko in third. And Buemo in Whoa. second, and, and Gordon in first. Jesus, man. How do people have these wacky spare <laughs> transfers to just be like, oh, I'll go Absolutely. Zinchenko? Do you know what I mean? I know. Uh, yeah, I, but look, I don't think we maybe give Arsenal enough credit in terms of where you have Gabriel, so you probably don't realize how how much I feel I'm missing out by not having him. Um, yes. So like, I'm tempted to go minus four this week. I didn't discuss that on the pod, but I could just go cash to Gabriel. I think I have exact money to do it, but I also think maybe I can take a drop or something. So I'm debating just going boom cash Gabriel. Well, get like, some who's your, who can you bench instead of cash if you really don't want to play cash? It's not that I don't want to play him because I would play him. I mean, I could play Anderson. I could play Lascelles. It's more that I'm, I've no Arsenal fucking defense, and they're the best. Def- Defense in the league, I think. Mm. You know, they're up there. You know what I mean? So that's kind of freaking me out. I don't like going minus four for defender, but I feel like I bit myself on the ass last week when I made that Matoma move, and I just got to accept that that was a minus four incoming. But maybe I hold off a yeah. But I do think Arsenal are a team to fucking lace into uh, in terms of defensively. Like, not everyone has them. Do you know? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have them. I've seen a few people that don't have... Because, you know, Gabriella was dropped and kind of you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think Saliba just seems so expensive to me. I'm shocked that he's in the top five transfers in. Yeah, I actually was listening to the Cheaters today. Um, they did a great pod, but um, they were raving about Saliba. Raving about him. Were they? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Okay, yeah. and what were they saying? Just Allegedly, that Sal- what were they saying? That allegedly <laughs> that Saliba was the, the Arsenal guy to get him. Well, yeah, I guess in terms of rotation proof like he is he's that price yeah. for people are paying that price for a reason but I'm quite happy to have Gabriel I mean yeah I mean I hope as a not like I think he's pretty much fucking you know 80% guaranteed to start every fucking game and then he'll obviously get the odd rotation we'll see how because I think Arsenal are going to be I think they can qualify tonight out of the the, the group so right. or, or tomorrow night whenever they're fucking they're playing but like I think if they can qualify then you've got an easy week break there for Gabriel, like a midweek break for Arsenal and rest him. So 
that could, you know, lessen the blow of a rotation risk. So we'll see. But um, Saliba is definitely the premium pick. And if you're if you're fucking rolling in dough, that's the one to go. But um, yeah, anything else for me before we wrap up? The cat is meowing at me. Just like I said, uh, didn't I say 45 minutes, Patty? At the start of the show. Yeah. It's 48 minutes now. He's screaming. Wow. Well, well just, just look. It's nearly kickoff Saturday, December 2nd. It's um, tw- uh, 1.30 is the deadline. Oh, it's a late kickoff. Sorry, it's a late kickoff. But one 1.30 is a... Is an early enough deadline. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a tricky one. You could easily. It's literally you know, not. It's literally later than ninety percent of the deadlines this season. Well, one thirty is the deadline. <laughs> this is why you're uh, five and a half million. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Saturday one thirty. All right, where can people find you on the social? Uh, FPL Viking underscore at Twitter and the Viking Dippers on Instagram. I'm doing November this year, so I have a couple of links and stuff up. If you uh, would like to donate, it's it's nearly over. I've got one day, two days. I've raised over two thousand euro, so I'm really happy with that. Um, it's going to Men's Health Ireland. You've been not so. just growing a mustache, though. You've also been dipping your knackers in ice cold water every morning. I've been getting up for work. Um, I've been getting up at seven a.m. every morning and and taking an ice bath. Um, and I sit in there and I have a little chat with my um, Instagram followers and I pl- I do a plug from the tub for whatever's going on and stuff. Your and... wife deserves a medal. That's all I'll fucking say. <laughs> Your wife deserves a fucking medal. I couldn't be dealing with it. But I will put all of the links in the description below. So if Thank you, you can support him, let's do it. It's all for good cause. Thank you. Uh, if you want to reach out to the show, it's at FPL Hangover. Um, the email address is also in the description and stuff. Uh, please, everyone, enjoy Game Week 14. And most importantly, God bless. Yeah.